Welcome to Health Center in the Catskills on WIOX Radio. <clears throat> I'm Diana Mason, the host of this program where we focus on the impact of local, state, national, and global issues on the health of the individuals, families, and communities in the central Catskill region. Health Center in the Catskills is broadcast from the WIOX radio station in Roxbury, New York, which is the ancient and unceded territory of the Esopus clan of the Lenni Lenape people, also known as the Munsee, who are the first caretakers living with this land. Today, we live in the influence of what is now called the Lenni Lenape Nation of the northeastern woodlands in the United States and Canada. Their territory includes present-day northeastern Delaware, New Jersey, and eastern Pennsylvania along the Delaware River watershed, New York City, western Long Island, and the lower Hudson Valley. Uh, we're going to talk about doulas. It's not uncommon for pregnant people to seek the help of a doula, a person who provides emotional and physical support to you during your pregnancy and childbirth. Now, this used to be provided by nurses and midwives, but staffing issues and I think the medicalization of birthing has too often pushed out this important part of childbirthing. Well, the same thing has been happening with end-of-life care. With death doulas becoming more common, people who stay with someone who is dying and with their families. Emily Adams is a birth doula who decided to move this concept into navi navigating healthcare because it has become so complex and confusing and frustrating. As anyone knows who's in any contact with the healthcare system in the last few years. And she's launched a service called My Health Doula. I want to welcome back to Health Center in the Catskills, Emily Adams. Thanks for joining me today, Emily. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. So I gave a short version of what a doula is, but talk a little bit more deeply about what you do as a doula. What, what it, let's talk about what you do as a doula first. Right. I'll talk a little bit about what doulas do in general because we have overlap. So doulas provide informational support, physical but non-medical support, and emotional support to people throughout their specific journeys. In my case, it happens to be throughout pregnancy, labor, delivery, and the first three months postpartum. But if you were talking about a, an end-of-life doula, that would be the journey uh, through the end-of-life process. So we provide information. We help people gather information so that they're able to make more informed decisions about their care. When I attend a birth, I provide physical support. So I help the laboring person move through their labor and the sensations of labor, but I don't do medical procedures. I am not a clinician, so I'm not t taking your blood pressure or checking your dilation, for example. Um, but I am there to provide emotional support and informational support as you navigate childbirth. And then there's the emotional support element as well. So people come to me as a doula with a lot of concerns, a lot of fear, a lot of different kinds of anxieties, a lot of excitement, and I help them deal with those feelings as well. Um, and basically, I, I act as an usher into parenthood. That's the best way I could describe what doulas do. So um, when you're, people contract with you for, as a birth doula before they go into labor and delivery, you're, you're meeting with them during the latter part of the pregnancy, are you? 
Sure. I, you know, I have people contract with me at various times throughout their pregnancy. Some people try to contract with me immediately when they first find out they're pregnant. I usually have them wait a little while because a lot, there's a lot of things that can happen in early pregnancy. Um, but I've also had somebody contract with me on their way to the hospital to give birth. <laughs> and in that moment, they said, I can't, I need someone. I need, I need somebody to be, that's in my corner. And so they contracted with me. But generally, I would say somewhere around halfway through pregnancy is when most people start to reach out and say, hey, I, I, I've heard about doulas and I think I might want to add one to my team. Now, it used to be that, um, and I think still is, that a birthing mother can can invite in or, or, or work ahead of time with someone, whether a spouse or whether uh, uh, their mother or a sister, what have you, uh, to help them prepare for labor and delivery and be their coach during labor and delivery. Do you go in still when there is that kind of support person there? Or do you find... Yes. Yes, you do. Talk about that. I, I am there to provide support to the family. So... I, I help the partners as well as the birthing person, and I'll say to the partners, okay, this is what's going on, this is normal, and this is what you can do to help your partner. So I'm doula-ing them as well. I use doula-ing as a verb. Um, <laughs> it's my own verb, but I, I support the partners as well as supporting the laboring person. Um, and also, I, I sometimes act as a conduit between the, the parents that are giving birth and their parents that are in the waiting room. So sometimes they just really want to isolate their space and they say, "Can you? would you mind running out and telling my mom that this is what's happening or that I'm okay or just give them a little bit of update. But basically I'm there for them however they need me to support them through that process. And you're doing this in hospital, at home births, in childbirthing centers? Does it matter what yeah. the setting is? It doesn't matter what the setting is because I'm not contracted by any of those places. I'm contracted by the the pregnant person so if they're delivering in the hospital that is where i join them if they're having a home birth i'm with them at home and they're attended by a midwife um or if they're at a birthing center they could either be attended by a midwife or an ob that works at that birthing center but the place isn't um it as as important as the support and the support can happen anywhere and uh, emily do you get pushback from the healthcare providers the healthcare team I personally don't because I, I would call myself, doulas have this reputation of being kind of hippie and um, like er herbalistic and, and on, the, on the fringe of medicine sometimes. And I would call myself a very practical hippie. And what I mean by that is I know that birth works. I know that our bodies are immensely powerful. And I know that sometimes, you know, life has different plans and a cesarean birth could be necessary, right? Mm -hmm. so, I'm, so I'm practical. I would say the, the families that I work with don't have what I would call unnecessary cesarean births or mm -hmm. unnecessarians. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, that is a valid way to be born. Mm. Sometimes that's how it has to go. Mm. So I don't really get pushback from doctors because they meet me and they're like, oh, wow, she's very practical. And in fact, I've worked with doctors who are apprehensive about doulas who afterwards have shook my hand and asked me for my business cards mm. because they saw that I was actually a valuable member to that, that family's team and I was able to support them. And, and then after this child is born, um, what is your role? After the child is born, I still check in with, with the parents and act as their doula for about the first three months. 
And again, I'm providing informational support and emotional support. I do a postpartum visit with them. Uh, I check in to see how things are going, how's feeding going, how are you emotionally handling, um, being a new parent, what areas can I provide some information and some support. For example, you've just come home from the hospital, you feel like your house is a mess, you're overwhelmed by it all. You know, maybe you need a housekeeper to come in for an hour and just tidy up your kitchen. Or maybe I'm just going to tidy up your kitchen a little bit while I'm here. I'm going to help them in that visit in any way that's supportive to them at that time. Doulas, basically, they mother the mother or they parent the pregnant person, right? Sometimes people don't have a parent that is, is coming over and able to support them. But in the old days, villages used to help you out. Yes. We don't have that as much. Yes. Now, uh, what training do you get as a doula? How do you know somebody is a good doula, is prepared for this role? Right. Um, The best way to find out if they're prepared is really to talk with them and see if they have any um, references, people that they've worked with before, specifically if they have any doctors who who would give them a glowing review. Um, there are a couple of different programs that you can train through. Two of them are very widely known. There's doulas of North America, which is called DONA. They're the biggest certifying body of doulas in the world. I'm certified through DONA. Um, there's also another program called DTI, Doula Training International, and they're another really big certifying body. However, doulas do not have to be certified to attend you mm-hmm. because we are not practitioners we are not making medical decisions for you we are not um, doing diagnostics on you we are lay people we are support people Mm. so just because somebody doesn't have a certain certification doesn't mean they aren't going to be an amazing support person so Mm. it's a little it's a little ambiguous um in terms of uh you know how to navigate finding a doula but if you want a certified doula go to dona they have doulas listed on their website Go to DTI. They have a registry. Um, ask the doula that you're interviewing who they trained with, how they became a doula, how long they've been doulaing, and if they have any references. Mm. And and this is something that um, it's mostly women doing. Mostly women are doulas. There are a few men doulas, um, and and it, and it will vary depending on who the birthing person is. And I'm very careful in my language because. Not all pregnant people mm-hmm. identify as she, her. Yeah. So, you know, there may be someone who identifies differently and they would feel more comfortable having a male doula mm-hmm. attend them. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they would prefer to have a woman who's been through childbirth herself attend to them. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a doula for everyone. Yeah. Just like we all are very different people in different personalities. We all like different flavors of people to work with yeah and you know so there are you know different types of doulas you also have expertise in helping women with breastfeeding i believe isn't that correct so yes and a certified lactation counselor as well so is that something that doulas would usually help with during the initial days or uh is that totally separate doulas who have done um, doula training particularly with dona and dti have to do a certain amount of lactation training because the most important time to establish good good lactation is in the first hour after your baby is born. So a doula should will already have some training. I have much more extensive training and I can handle more 
complex issues if, if something arises. And then there's another level. I'm a, I'm a certified lactation counselor. There's also an international board certified lactation consultant, and they are the ones that can handle really complex cases. For example, if a baby is born with a cleft palate or if the birthing person is um, experiencing addiction issues or things like that, yeah. I can handle more um, routine complications like a, a, doing a latch assessment or working with a, a person who has inverted nipples or mm-hmm. low supply, things like that. Now, you have your own family. So when, you're, when somebody goes, a woman goes into labor, you're called away. Uh, how does that work? for you as a, uh, a, a, a mother with her own growing children. That's correct. Well, fortunately, right now, my kids are, are older and are able to, you know, really kind of self-direct themselves. They just need a little bit of supervision. But I do have an amazing husband, and he is, he's their parent, too. Yeah. And he one, can pick up 100% of what I would do if I'm not home. So we actually have a very balanced parenting partnership, and it works really well. That's really great. Okay. So so that's about being a birth doula. But you have now a vision for another kind of doula, and you have a website about it called MyHealthDoula.com. Tell us about how this evolved. So I um, have uh, my mother was really unwell and had multiple complex issues. She had heart disease, diabetes, COPD. Um, There was really kind of a laundry list of of health issues that were going on with her. And she was seeing multiple different kinds of specialists and a general practitioner, and none of them were really communicating with each other. And no one was sitting down with us saying, okay, this is what this person said, and this is how that will impact this system. And, you know, nobody was laying it out for us. And she was in declining health and getting towards the end of life. And I just couldn't, kept thinking, man, I really wish we had, like, a health doula, like somebody that could help us navigate this and make more informed decisions because I don't understand everything that's going on and nobody's able to sit down and explain it to me. Mm-hmm. So my mother passed away in February, in the very beginning of February. And in, like, two weeks later, I was like, that's it. I'm doing this. I'm making this thing. I'm making this a business model. I'm going to make health doulas. And what I want them to do is I want them to be able to sit down with your medical information that you provide them, your diagnostics. I want them to be able to read through it all and then explain it to you in terms that you can understand so that you're able to make more informed decisions. I want them to help you create a roadmap, if you will, so that you know, like, these are the different paths you can take based on what's going on with your health. These are the questions you should ask your doctor. These are how you should, what your medications do and the side effects they cause and maybe how you should be taking them and really kind of lay it out for you. And then I thought, you know what would be even cooler? If these healthcare guides were actually doctors so that they could really understand all of this and really, really explain it to me in simple terms because they understand all the complex terms. So that's kind of how I started it. And then I have a friend who has a business, a platform that's an international platform for doctors where it's all doctors and they they do group differential together, they do continuing education, they publish studies, they do research and all of these different things. And he said, well, I have all of these doctors. Wow. <laughs> so I said, well, hey, let's put this all together and see if we can make something. So that's how my health doula started. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we 
I'll, I'll use myself as an example because I have a healthcare guide. So I'm a healthy individual. I see my general practitioner, and actually, I don't actually even see my doctor. I see a nurse practitioner mm-hmm. or an RN or something like that in, in his office. They do all my blood pressure. They do my blood work, all of that stuff. And then they, they are like, okay, you're healthy. You can leave. But nobody is coming in saying, okay, you're 47 years old. These are the diagnostic tests that you should be having. Mm-hmm. Based on your family's health history, this is what you should be looking out for. This is how you can stack the deck in your favor. Oh, you're taking those vitamins? Well, that's a waste, but you should add vitamin D, for example. Or, mm-hmm. you know, so I work with a healthcare guide who basically does that for me. Mm-hmm. In the old days, our general practitioners would do this for you, but they are burdened by a system that values quantity over over them being able to have the time to help you Mm -hmm. and i know that they they got into medicine not to do an appointment every 15 minutes Mm -hmm. i feel deeply that they became doctors because they wanted to help people but the system doesn't allow them to do so so a health guide can step in and do that hand holding and and provide that informational support to you throughout your health care. So, Emily, I would think, one, that you could use probably some master's prepared nurses for this role. They probably uh, could be very good at that. But the other issue is how does this differ from a health navigator or a care coordinator? Health navigators and care coordinators, by and large, work for hospitals or work for health insurance companies, and they are swayed by that Mm -hmm. so you know they they are their their interest is in helping you within their system right a doula's concern is you and what's going to be the best fit for you and where are you going to get the best care um me as a birth doula you know people come to me and say you know i'm pregnant i'm considering seeing this OBGYN or this doctor and this is the kind of birth I want, I might say to them, you know what, based on what you're telling me, that might not be the best fit for you. A healthcare coordinator or guide working for a hospital or looking working for an insurance company isn't necessarily going to be able to offer you that because they are being paid by the hospital. Yeah. So they're yeah. going to refer you to an in one of their in-network providers. Yeah. That's a really good point. So uh, how do people access these services? So we have a website. It's called myhealthdoula.com, and doula is spelled D-O-U-L-A. And you just go on my health doula. You scroll down, and you will see that there are there's a, a a product on there called my health snapshot. This is a one-off offering where you can go in, you can have an appointment with a guide, you can share whatever medical information that you want. The more you share, the more complete picture they can give you and they're going to explain that to you so you can book that as just a one-time health snapshot and then if you are are like you know what this really is for me i'm i'm navigating a really complex health journey for example i recently had someone join uh my health got my my health doula who has a recent cancer diagnosis and so that member wants to meet with their guide monthly because things are changing rapidly so she signed up for a monthly membership where she can meet with a guide every month i as a healthy person i don't need to talk with a health guide every month Mm -hmm. so i meet with my guide quarterly Mm -hmm. and there's a membership offering for that as well so if you want continuity of care and to continue working with your same guide you can sign up as a member or you can just take your one-off health snapshot and say this was great 
maybe I'll think about doing this again next year. Mm-hmm. And, so it was really an entry point for everyone. And, and I thought it was actually quite reasonable what you're charging, by the way. I really did. I, you yeah. know, we are we are lucky because, like I said, we're using an international network of doctors. Yeah. So we are working with doctors in the U.K., for example, who they work in a socialized medical system. And the fee scale is different when mm-hmm. we're able to make my health doula more affordable because of it. Because we can use a mixture of doctors that that build different price points based on where they are. So you know, as we talk about all of this, it it, it it's a sad commentary on our healthcare system, isn't it? It is. I mean, the average age. I think I read this statistic recently. The average age a doctor pays off their student loans from medical school is fifty three oh. years old. Although there now are schools that pay full tuition. There's sure, uh, like NYU, yeah. for example. Yeah, yeah. And I think Columbia is doing it too. Right. Yeah. But, but those are newer those are newer concepts, yeah. right? Yep. A lot of doctors have come out of medical school a quarter of a million dollars in debt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're only paying for medical school. They're not paying for your undergrad. Yeah. But it's also that healthcare has become so complex. Um that it's it's a frustrating system. I mean, I I know the system, and I find it mind boggling at times of how how complex and frustrating it can be, um, and and how many people it needs to just coordinate care. Whether you're somebody hired by the hospital as a case manager, or you're the social worker who's coming in the room, um, or you're the nurse who's supposed to be coordinating your discharge planning, it, it just feels like it's become so medicalized and, and has lost sight of uh, what pe- people really want and need. Um, it, it's, yeah, it feels it's, like an industrial complex yes. rather than care. Yes. Because to is. me, care implies something else yeah yeah so my question is if if this takes off uh do you foresee the day when uh you've got hospitals who are going to start offering your services i hope so i hope so (laughs) i've met with a lot of doctors actually um and you know from hospitals like mass general and things like that and i explain what we do it's a lot often specialist doctors um that are that are the most interested so i met with a trauma surgeon and Mm -hmm. he was so enthusiastic and was like i'm going to send you all my patients because you're going to be able to help me i'm not trying to take over for the doctor i'm just trying to do some hand holding and help these these members you know feel more at ease with their choices and, and really fully understand their options. And so he was like, this is amazing. You can do the handholding that I'm not able to do. Wow. Wow. That's good. And that's for so, trauma. That's for trauma. He's a trauma surgeon, but I've oh. spoken to cardiologists, yeah, good, to good. Um, endocrinologists who are like, my goodness, my, you know, some of my patients really need a lot of informational support and yeah. I don't have the time in my day <laughs> because my schedule is so packed. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it is a sad commentary on on our healthcare system, but I'm really glad that you're doing this. And uh, how long has this been operational? <clears throat> we launched our website in August. It's really new. We started working on it in m- mid end of February. So you know, we built it out very quickly, actually. But um, we haven't been live 
uh, we, you know, we didn't pu- publish our website as a live entity until August. Um, we are offering a, a special right now. If you want to try it in Flame, you can click on that My Health Snapshot offering and put in the code WELCOME50, and it will give you 50% off of that initial consultation. Which is low to begin with. <laughs> it's, low to, it's low to begin with, honestly. You know, I mean, when you think about the cost of walking into a doctor's office, yeah. um, you know, it is, it is very low. The, the fee is very low. So once again, the website is? MyHealthDoula.com. And, and doula is spelled D-O-U-L-A. And if somebody wants to contact you about you being their birth doula, can they go to that site as well for that, or do they go to another site? No, my, my birth doula website is TheConnectedBirth.com. One more time. TheConnectedBirth.com. Great. I just have this belief that we're that's one thing that connects us all. That's we're right. connected through birth. We've all been born one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Emily Adams, um, you do fabulous work. Uh, and just um, sort of for transparency purposes, Emily Adams sits on the is the chair of the board for Margaretville Hospital and Mountainside Residential Care Center. And I'm very pleased to serve on that board with her. And she's done an amazing job as chair of that board and all kinds of changes are happening. And uh, Emily, I sit in awe and bow down to you. Thank you so much for all you are doing. I feel the same about you. And I really appreciate you and your time and inviting me to be a guest on your show. I think what you do is important. Well, thank you, Emily. Have a great day. And for listeners, go to myhealthdoula.com. That's myhealthdoula.com.